You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Oh, good idea, and welcome to uh, the rewrap for Thursday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn Hart, and today, uh, this whole uh, what language are we going to speak in government departments, and do we get paid more if we can speak more than one thing? Uh, let, let's let's see if we can uh, get to the bottom of that, shall we? Um, the carbon credit auction. Uh, I'm sure this one worked gangbusters. Um, we've got uh, streaming issues, too many streamers, are we watching them all, and uh, what's wrong with low-carb beer? But before any of that, uh, Pisa, how do you spell it? Um, how do you spell it all? Several things out of the Pisa results in our schools that I didn't think get properly or got properly covered off yesterday. Firstly, uh, the most eye-opening headline that sums it all up. Headline was, New Zealand records worst ever PISA International Test Results. Worst ever. Think about that and what it tells you. Then turns out our results were most likely higher than they actually are because our participation rate was so abysmal. In other words, their thinking is that those that did take part were from more successful schools, so the numbers such as they are skew higher. Uh, The most worrying thing for me personally was the fact that when you crunch the results, it turns out there are fewer kids doing really well and more kids doing really badly. So we're in the midst of a proportional shift. And by way of comparison, Singapore, also a small island nation with 5 million people, turns out to be yet again at the top of the pile in every single category. How is it a similar-sized country in similar circumstances gets such a disproportionate result? Then, ask yourself this. Given the entire world went down, and it was due in part to COVID, why isn't education and its approach a major part of our COVID inquiry? Who cares how the jab got rolled out and how many hospital beds were occupied when an entire generation of kids has been hobbled educationally because they couldn't go to school and those that did did so in a gerrymandered online kind of fashion. The critical decisions around tech support, the variation in quality of teaching during lockdowns, the length of the lockdowns in places like Auckland all had a material and potentially lifelong effect on hundreds of thousands of young New Zealanders and which part of that is playing uh, it's part in the inquiry. The answer is none. It's scandal piled upon scandal. Uh, we can hide a bit, if you want, behind the fact that everyone sank, but that's the mediocrity part of it all, isn't it? The simple fact is we are failing, and failing badly. The system needs major overhaul, and yet the establishment from teachers to unions to previous governments defend it, and at best tinker with it. Apply it to your own life. The worst filling your gap ever. The worst what? Job, decision, risk, plan, the worst thing you ever did or made, would you accept that for yourself? And yet we do for our kids. Um, just go, The reason I ask how do you spell pizza is because it's my ongoing stash with the Herald. I don't think they know that I'm having a stash with them, but they've got this policy about um, spelling abbreviations with uh, one capital letter at the beginning and then small letters after it, like it's a word. So Pisa, as in the leading tower of Pisa, um, is a place. Uh, PISA, the system for ranking schools, is an abbreviation. Uh, so I would argue that if you spell that capital letter I-S-A, small letters, then people think you're talking about the Leaning Tower place and not the school ranking system. But that might just be me. Let it go, Glenn. The rewrap. Do they, do they have these problems if you're speaking to Rayo? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not very good at it. 
Uh, some people are and they get paid more for it. Morning, Mike. If public servants get a grant for being fluent in Maori, surely they should get a similar grant for being fluent in Mandarin. Now, the, the news is twisting the story this morning. They're going to people like Margaret Moto. I mean, here's the deal. People in the public service are getting paid not for being interacting with Maori, and this is where they're trying to twist the story. If your job materially involves you interacting with Maori, then there may well be some expectation that you need to be fluent in the language, and that's terrific. Good on you, fan. But if you're not, you don't just go, hey, I'm learning Maori and get paid for it. That's not how life works. I might go do a woodworking course as well. I can't go to the boss and go, hey, mate, have you seen me with a plane these days? Talk about shave that wood, and they give me money. The real world doesn't operate that way. That would come in handy, though, when you have problems with the console in there. That's actually true, because this is a... This isn't good. There's no, I there's could, no. I feel like it could do with a couple of extra legs or something. There's no master build guarantee on this puppy. I can tell you that for nothing. Oh, I do wish he wouldn't hit that. It's gonna, it's gonna go split into pieces like a karate demonstration. It keeps doing that. Um, I mean acronym. Did I say abbreviation? See the see how confusing it's got. Let it go. Again. Oh, it's just I, I then looked up. Um, Herald stories about Pisa and it was about 50-50 sometimes they'd spelled it with all caps and sometimes they'd spell it like a word which it isn't so let it go Glenn let it go the rewrap uh, one thing Mike can't let go is the carbon credit auction system I, I think the main reason is because it hasn't worked so far at all. One of the last vestiges of a government that was pretty much hopeless at everything except handing out money for nothing played out yesterday. And you won't hear about this in the news for God no, for reasons I have no idea why. The final carbon credit auction for the year was held. And like the previous three, it sold nothing. If you ever want an example of how to take an idea and cock it up completely, the carbon auctions of 2023 have been it. Several factors are at play, uh, but the bit no one can deny is that the government got, by way of revenue, nothing versus what they could have got, which was billions if they'd done it properly. So the Climate Commission made some suggestions around our approach to carbon, which the Labour Cabinet ignored. A couple of things happened out of that. One, the confidence in the market by those that bought the credits fell away. In, 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 in other words, why would you buy more credits if you didn't have any faith that the government knew what they were doing or where they were heading? These people had bought credits previously and were holding them for a so-called rainy day. Why would you need more credits? So they didn't buy any. When they didn't buy any, the de- government doesn't get any money. The money they needed, by the way, to pay for what? Oh, that's right, their climate ideas that they spent so much time espousing. And two, the other thing that happened, a bunch of lawyers took the government to court over the decision and they won. The small irony being they sued the Minister for Climate Change, James Shaw, who as the government representative lost, and yet he was happy he lost because he didn't agree with the government he was working for. As auctions fail, (laughs) you can't make this up, as auctions fail, the unsold credits get put up for the next auction. So by the time three auctions had failed, that's a lot of credits for yesterday, where once again, it all went up in smoke. No sales, no money, no plan. Upside, all those credits, and this is the only good news, all those credits, being the end of the year now, get put in the bin. And we start afresh next year, hopefully with a better result. The lesson here, if you're going to do something, do it properly. If you're going to have a climate commission, listen to them, and then you might not get sued and lose. Then you might sell some credits. Then you might not be seen as a joke when it comes to your nuclear moment. The Labour government, A, of 2020 through 2023, couldn't sell ice to Eskimos, couldn't sell credits to save the planet. I don't think we're supposed to call them Eskimos anymore, whether we're selling ice to them or not. Just let that go. We'll just let that go for now. I think we, I think we get the point. The rewrap. Um, I mean, Mike's got a, a lot on his mind. He's, he's stressed out over all the streaming services he's paying for. 
and not really using. I went to Neon yesterday. I've got the Neon subscription. Uh, I've got every subscription known to man. And after my ongoing problems, which, by the way, are virtually resolved with uh, the power company and the um, internet company, I have details on that, perhaps at a later date. I thought you were going to say the Ronnie doco. No, 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 I haven't found the Ronnie doco. I mean, that's part of the scam. Amazon Prime, I pay for Amazon Prime. Is the Ronnie doco on Amazon Prime? Yes, it is. How is it when I go to Amazon Prime, there's no Ronnie doco? Huh? How come? Huh? So Neon yesterday, they announced they're putting their prices up. So I think, right, test the market here. I'm going to go to Neon. And first of all, when you go to Neon, you think, when was the last time I was on Neon? And the answer was uh, succession. And that's the reason we got Neon is because this succession program was breaking, and this is years ago now, this succession program was coming along, and I thought, hang on, got to be part of this action. They're going to get me some Neon. And that's the only thing I've ever watched on Neon. So I go yesterday to Neon, and I think, right, what have you got for me, Neon? And the answer is nothing. Absolutely nothing. I looked, I looked, I looked, and I looked, and I thought, this is bollocks. So Neon's out, gone. I don't care what your price is and what you're putting it up by. You've just lost a customer. You've got to give the content. So I flick across to Netflix and I conclude I went to Disney. I pay for that. I went to, what's the other one I pay for? Apple. I went to that. There's nothing going on there. And so I finally got back to Netflix. I've concluded Netflix is the only streamer who continually produces newish content that you may or may not be interested in. And by accident yesterday, because I watch so little television, I discovered the second season of Fisk which is genius. It's an Australian comedy. If you've not seen Fisk at all, get into it. Uh, Season one was superb. I didn't even know there was a season two coming. Season two has just dropped, apparently. Absolutely superb. So Netflix is worth it. That's that's, that's weird, because I've been doing a bit of a reassessment as well of what subscriptions we've got and what we haven't, and Netflix is the one that I've decided we don't watch anything on. Well, well, you've got to watch Fisk. Fisk Fisk is absolutely brilliant. But, But also, like, why did you ever have Neon? You're a Sky subscriber, right? Yes, so you're aware that everything that's on Neon is on Sky. Oh, but why would you do that when you can pay for something twice? Oh, yeah, good point. And well, so, and yeah, so, and, and get bled, bled with the and pay for the internet like I have for the last six years and not receive any internet. So the, the, this is my economic model again. For goodness sake, follow the program. It's still but, no Ronnie. It's amazing to me how sometimes I don't know why it's amazing to me how opposite Mike is with his viewing habits. Um, not just to me, to most people. I, a lot of people I talk to. They watch almost everything on Neon. Uh, they love it. It's the because it's you know it's poor man Sky, isn't it? It's it's we get your Sky programs if you don't have Sky, right? Isn't or have I got that wrong? Anyway, the rewrap. Uh, we're going to finish up here with a beer. I think I think we've earned it, and we and it is Friday, isn't it? What do you mean? It's not? Mike, if you do have a low-carb, try Heineken Silver. Husband's on a diet and says it's actually decent. Yeah, back to the story. My brother bought the low-carb or no-carb based on the fact that he's wanting to lose weight. It's got nothing to do with me. I look fantastic. But this no-carb, low-carb, GI, alcohol-free, low-alcohol, low-sugar, no-sugar, it's bollocks. It's marketing bollocks. You see, you should be prepared to sample a few, few different ones. And I'm definitely prepared to do that. I remember, I think, was it, was it Pure Blonde? That was one of the first ones that came out. And I quite like that one. I seem to recall that I could drink a lot of them and not get a headache. I think that's why I like them. Or did I drink a lot of them and get a headache? I see, I'm going to have to go back now and repeat the experiment. Um, I've moved on, of course, since those days. I spent last weekend drinking stout most of the weekend, which is kind of the opposite of low-carb beer in a way. Uh, I'm Glenn. Cheers to you. And we'll see you back here again on Monday. Oh, no, that's right. It's not Friday yet. God damn it.
For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.